Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There was nothing wrong with the 49ers' decision to take the ball first in overtime. I've just seen people ripping the Niners for this, like this was the wrong decision. It wasn't. It's a toss-up decision. The case for going first is very straightforward. And I thought Shanahan explained it well, and like he's kind of getting ripped for it. I don't know if people didn't understand it, but I I thought he explained it well, saying you want the ball third in the event that the game is tied after the opening possession. If neither team scores, if both teams kick a field goal, if both teams score touchdowns, you get the ball next, and you win the game with a field goal. That's Shil Kapadia with Benjamin Solak. And I would just like to say thank you. Right. Let me give you a hypo- let me give you a hypothetical. Let's play the Super Bowl overtime game again. Ready? Here's the game. Mm-hmm. The Niners win the toss and they kick. Okay. The Chiefs go three and out and punt. Yep. The Niners go three and out and punt. Mahomes drives for a field goal. They win the game. What's the conversation? How could you give Mahomes two possessions? The conversation is probably criticism that they that they didn't take the ball first. When I would want to make the criticism, you didn't go for it on fourth down. It's fourth and 13 from your own 11-yard line. If don't you don't them the ball. get that, they're going to kick a field goal and win. They're already in range. Mm-hmm. Versus what? i got to stop Mahomes from getting three first downs to win the football game? Right. That's another example of going first versus going second. If you go first and you have fourth 11 at your own 13-yard line, you can punt and get a stop. If you are going second and it's fourth and 11 from your own 13-yard line, mm-hmm. uh-oh, now it's sudden death. I mean, granted, sudden death if you kick it away. I guess that's the same. But the way it played out has led to a conversation about how it's clear a, mis- a clear mistake. And every time you point out, well, I mean, they wanted the advantage in the third possession. Well, yeah, but what about the second possession? They know about that. Like The, the mm-hmm. reasoning was sound. I'm not saying everybody had to agree with it, but just way too much. Well, you, you, can't, you can't go first when you certainly can. I, there's a good conversation here to be had about like penalty kicks and shootouts, right? For other sports, yeah, yeah, because now the NFL's kind of went from last to first in the playoffs. Because regular season, we still have touchdown wins that you don't have an opportunity to get the ball second. Mm-hmm. But they were the worst overtime format in all of sports, and are they now? Is this the best one? It's pretty darn good. I mean, hockey's flawless. It's overtime, sudden death. Well, it depends if you like the shootout, though. Oh, for, uh, but for the playoffs, playoffs yes, yeah. right, 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 yeah. I they, think they've I, just committed to we'll play the game forever if we need to. If we if we got to play this game till three o'clock in the morning, we are not doing anything gimmicky. This is going to be five on five hockey, 
And they make sure of that, by the way, because there are no penalties called. <laughs> right. So we are going to have five-on-five hockey. It's going to be a war for as long as you two need to go at it. Do you know if you should go first or second in soccer penalty kicks? That one probably shouldn't matter either, right? Well, that's the thing. Preference? A professor at the London School of Economics researched the science of shootouts, soccer shootouts. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Do you want to go second? You will have a chance to match everyone if you go second. You'll know what your kick means, too. Whereas going first, you know, you're starting that inning or whatever. Right. You're just the guy going second or gal going second will always have the pressure on them. Because if you get into the sudden death portion, right, if you go first, game's not over yet. That's right. If you go second, game's over on your kick. You either are, I'm stepping up to this ball. I this must to win it. I must survive, or, or I might lose, I or lose I might win. Right. So, yeah. doctor, this is Ignacio Palacios Huerta, a professor at the London School of Economics, has long researched the science of shootouts, and in soccer penalty kick shootouts, what does this do- this professor say? It is not fifty fifty. Going first is sixty forty. Really, it is better to go first. The science of shootouts, the mental side of it. You know, as we're talking about this overtime, that's in there as well. That we've we've talked about sometimes with Josh Allen, where if a team goes out and gets a touchdown earlier, you're down ten at halftime, you're gonna mm-hmm. play differently. Sometimes you're gonna play more aggressively and that's good. Other times you're gonna try and get it all back in one throw. We've had conversations this year where Josh has to be patient. And I just think that there's a mental side about going second. The Chiefs know, hey, we can win the game here. And that's great. Had the Niners scored a touchdown, and mm-hmm. the Chiefs, they've said they would have gone for two. Yep. Would it have been more difficult to get a touchdown? Because the Niners know that's all they've that that's the thing they have to defend. Yeah, a little bit. The Niners can play defense a little bit differently, and the Chiefs would would Mahomes be a little bit? Oh, I've got to get it all. I've got I've got to go to the end zone here. Maybe on you know a second and five. He goes to the end zone like Allen went to the end zone to Shakir as opposed to taking a sh- Oh, a field goal is going to be fine. Maybe we'll keep matriculating down the field. Whatever. I think the format is perfect. And I liked what Chilcopedia had to say there. It was the, the first person nationally that I've seen really just say, like, it was, it was fine. The freak out about what Shanahan did is overdone. I agree with that. So, I, so, I so that's how it works, Joe. Since I agree with it, I want to play it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just hate that he didn't go for it on fourth and four. I hate that McDermott didn't go for fourth and nine in the Bills game against the Chiefs. Right. Like, that question and that criticism has not been levied against Shanahan really anywhere this week. If you're going to go first, and, like, you're you're right to point out, if you get into a fourth and 13, well, okay, like, there's only so much you can do. But fourth and four from the nine-yard line? Come on, man. Like, I, they played... I guess they, they played it like the Chiefs had been playing, right? They played it like the Chiefs were a team that hadn't had a real touchdown drive in 20 drives. That's how they played it. And is that should that be criticism of you doubted Mahomes could go down the field and score a touchdown? You did not believe he was going to move down the field and score a touchdown because if he did, you would have went for it. How and, many how how many touchdowns had he had to that point in the that's, game? That's what I mean. He had had one and it was a 13 it was a one play 13-yard drive. But Is that criticism of, should that be a thought of, okay, I know I've stopped them all game, but 
it is still Patrick Mahomes. Does he deserve that benefit of the doubt? Even still? Even when the offense isn't moving, that's Patrick Mahomes, and I am not going to give him touchdown to win the football game. When it's fourth and four. Right. When it's a reasonable distance for me to go forward. And but if you don't get it, now you're giving him field goal to win the football game. And what that's, do you think about that? That's the risk. You're right. But thou, but he's, I'm, but, he's, you're, he, but what you're doing is you're putting the hands of the game in your offense more than you're putting it in, let me stop Patrick Mahomes again. Yeah, all this kind of sounds like the strategy conversations where you say, like, listen, the plan is to keep it away from Mahomes. You can't. He's going to get the ball. Right? The Bills could have a game plan to run, use clock, and keep the ball away from Mahomes. You can't. He's going to get the ball as many times as you did. And in overtime, that's the new rule. How could you give it to Mahomes? You, you have to. No, no longer exists where you can win a coin toss, score a touchdown, and that guy does not see the ball. He's going to get it. And whether or not he needs three or needs seven, you're going to have to deal with it. You, so. can, you can earn, though, the right to have more possessions than him. You can earn that. But you need to go. You need to be willing to go for it on a fourth and four from the nine yard line, or and then go for two, or just say we'll take the ball in overtime, and then you will get more possessions than him if you if you tie. All right, what do we tease going to this? Anything? You had a, you had a let's get stupid. We have instant trivia. We still have to get to. Yep. You want to do the instant trivia? Sure. I think you'll run through it pretty. Uh, well, you might run through it pretty quickly. What's it the- is uh, Sabers droughtology themed, of course, as the Sabers sicko that I am. With our instant trivia. Instant trivia is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door. In the last 13 years, since the Sabres have last made the playoffs, who are the top five teams, the five teams in the league that have made it ten times or more? That's it. Simply put. The five NHL teams that have made it to the playoffs 10 or more times since the Sabres last made it. 10, by the way. So the Sabres last made it in 2012? 11. 11. So April t- of 11. How many teams have made it? 10 times? 5. Okay, Boston. Boston, 10. Toronto? No, no? 7. Only 7. Okay. 8, excuse me, 8 for Toronto. All right, Boston, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, number 1 with 11. Everybody else is 10. And I believe Pittsburgh had 11 in a row and they missed the last two years. So this is recent for them. Washington? Washington with 10. And there's only one more? Two more. Two more. Tampa? Tampa, nine. They do not make oh. the cut. I guess they missed... Like, when did they draft... Uh, wasn't it the McKinnon year? They were in the top three? Yeah, they took Jonathan Drew in. Yes. And then yep. they traded him for Sergachev, I believe. Maybe because that's how because Drew in was in Montreal and then yeah that's right right they had some bad years uh, early though for the Sharks are newly down they were good for a while the Sharks ten the New York Rangers nope nine there's one more there's one more Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day brought to you by T-Mobile you can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is pretty good, this team, I think, for... You've got to be bleeping kidding me that this this team's made the playoffs ten oh. times since the Sabres last made it. Carolina. No. <sighs> not because they have a tie to the Sabres. Just it's not a team I think you would think of this. Carolina's made it seven times. Six times. Poor Jeff Skinner. He had all the years they didn't make it. Yeah. Then he got here and <laughs> still haven't. I don't know. Like, Is it Eastern Conference? Nope. Okay. It's not the Blackhawks. They don't have that many. Nope. Seven. Dallas? Nope. Seven. Look at mm-hmm. all these teams with seven playoff appearances. Most teams have like four or more. Yeah. At least. A lot have seven. Is it last night's opponent, the Kings? Nope. But they do play them coming up. They play coming up. Minnesota? What, you don't know their schedule off the top? I'm just kidding. No. Minnesota? Minnesota. Ten playoff appearances. That's the one for me. Like, what the, what the, you know what? The, yeah. the Minnesota Wild have made it ten times since we have. Not fair. Yeah. All right. The Sabres. 20 games left? 20. No, more than that, right? No, it's only 20 games it's left. 20 games left? Yep. 20 games left. Before we get a merciful end to the season. 20 games left, and they are 10 points out of a playoff spot. Should we do the... Uh, so Paul brought up Tage yesterday? He sir? did. He did. Chopping somebody. I mean, I was expecting to hear his name, or at least Darlene's name, when Kevin Adams got asked by Bulldog yesterday, like, do you at least have a list? Do you have a list of untouchables? And he pretty much said, no, everything's on the table. That includes Tage. Like... He could have easily said, you know, like Rasmus and Tage, we would we just wouldn't look to move them. You know, like he could have easily said that and decided not to. So I don't know if that has to be interesting in any way, but he has had three years where you're getting a different level of centerman, I think, in each year. Like what was he that first year he broke out? He's like a good number two center because he had the goals. He scored 38 but didn't have any of the assists. Like, to be a number one center, you got to have a bunch of assists. And then last year, he was legit number one center. And this year, is he more like a number three center with, this, with this production? And with that, even if you wanted to trade him, what would a team say? You'd say, we could put up 94. And they'd say, right. he's only done that once. Right. So I don't know what his value would be, but... Oh, 30 games left. My math is off. Sorry. 30 games left? <laughs> Thank you, Mike. That seems more right. 30 games left. Duh. Yeah. I can't even say it's before 7 a.m. that I made that mistake. No, it's 920. It just, <laughs> yeah, right. That's it just scary. feels so deep in the season that I can't believe there are 30 games left. Sorry, 30 games left. All right, let's do the let's do the math here, right? Right now, the wild card spot, the final wild card spot. Oh, we're going to do this. Like we're going to – what the Sabres what have to do. need to do. Yep. The final wild card spot is held by Detroit. Okay. They lost last night. Yep. They are on pace for 95 points, 94.6. Let's just say 94. 94? The Sabres have to get to 95 points. Okay. So that's 45 more. Yeah. 45 points in 30 games. In 30 games. It's a 123-point pace. (laughs) 
It's a 123-point pace, <laughs> and I want to point out to you that last year's Bruins were 135. Okay, so they got to be almost as good as last year's Bruins. Yes. Who were like the best regular season hockey team we've yes. ever seen in our the, lives. The previous, okay. the previous year's President's Trophy team was the Florida Panthers with 122 points. So the Sabres have to have a President's Trophy pace in the final 30 games mm-hmm. to get to 95 which is where the number is right now. Good luck. Don't call it a comeback. The only time I can remember a team doing a run like that, do you remember when uh, Andrew Hammond was the, the Senators goaltender and they went on a run like that? They were double-digit points out. You know what they needed at the end of the year to, to, to make the playoffs that year? They went 23-4-4. Four four. Hmm. Didn't the Devils have a run like that too? That might be right. And the Sabres had right. one the year that the Pagulas bought the team. They yeah. Were, they were in rough shape and then became amazing down the stretch and made it. It is kind of right. Like, that's the the last time they made it. It was it was like this. Um, they were, let's see, the, the day, there was a moment, I think, where Lindy, like, did a Hall of Fame, Buffalo Hall of Fame speech and, like, banged the podium and, like, declared, like, we're going to make a run here. We're going to make it. And at that time, I remember thinking or even hearing on the radio, like, they're so far out. Like, okay, all right, Lindy. Like, you're doing the thing here. But they were, like, at the new year, 12 points out of that season. They found a way. I mean, it's February 14th, though. Also, I was digging around in the standings yesterday and realizing that the Sabres are actually one of these teams that are only not in it because they never go to overtime. If you wanted to do your 3-2-1 three, three, two, one. One point standings, yeah. you want to know where they'd be? The 3-2-1 point system? The 3-2-1 point system. It's going to make you want it even more, I think. Because the Sabres are 6th in the Eastern Conference this year in regulation wins. 21. That's, th- that's 4 more, or maybe it's 3 more, now than Toronto. They would be one spot out of a playoffs. So they'd be five points out, but three points for a win. We're talking like one week of good hockey, and you could be in a spot if they had the 3 2 1 point system. Hmm. Yeah, the three. Okay. They'd, have, they'd have 71 points in the 3 2 1. Detroit would be in second for the wild card position with 76. Holy cow. To look at this is wild. That the Sabres have 21 regulation wins. Yeah. And the Islanders have 16. Right. How many, and, right, how and many are seven points ahead of the Sabres? How many overtime like losses do they have? Do you have it there for the Islanders, for instance? Yes. Like, 13. 13? 13. I was not prepared for it to be that The high. Islanders have 13 regulation tie I points. Mean, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. 13. The list I, I made on this of like the three two one point standings, I didn't even get to the oh no, they're the Islanders. There's they'd be seventies. So they'd be one point behind the Sabres. Yeah. Well, again with with I, eleven more losses in overtime. My point is always gonna be it's not a loser point. Don't call it a loser point. It's a regulation tie point. You have to earn it. The Sabres are a great example of this. You earn that point by playing a team even for sixty minutes. Right. And how many times have the Sabres played a team even for sixty minutes and then lost? Four times. The Islanders have done that 13 times. That is not a phony number for the Islanders. That means they are more deserving. They have played teams better. 
I think the yeah. 3-2-1 point system should, of course, value a regulation win more than an overtime win. But the, the bigger thing to me is overtime wins. Who leads the league in overtime wins? The Sabres have two. Is it Toronto? Because I know I'm Toronto, find out right now. Because Toronto, I know, has less regulation wins than the Sabres, but are like way above. So. Carolina has five overtime wins. Okay. So the, think about it. Instead of instead of thinking about loser points, you earn loser points. Yeah. Overtime points are where they, you know, flip it to three on three and say somebody's got to take a point out of here. Carolina has five. The Leafs have five. The Red Wings have five. New Jersey has five. The Islanders have five. The Sabres have two. So that's three points there. Yep. You know, you're ten points out of a spot. They don't get to the end of regulation tied. Like, let, let's do the numbers on this. The Sabres have played 52 games. Overtime losses, four. Regulation and overtime, the difference is only six times have they been even after 60 minutes with a team. You go back to the old standings, right, Joe? Do yeah. it that way. Win-loss tie. Win-loss tie, the Sabres would be 21 25 and 6. Mm -hmm. The Islanders would be 16. <laughs> I'm going to do the math here. Would be 16, mm -hmm. 18, yep. and 18. 16. It's the weirdest record I've ever 16, heard. 16, <laughs> 18, and 18. It's <laughs> so strange. But the point is. Yeah. The Sabres, at the end of 60 minutes, the Sabres have been tied with the team six times. The Islanders have been tied 18 times. It is better to be the 18. Well, this kind of makes me think, Are what are we truly mad at? Are we true, Are we mad at just where they are in the standings, or are we mad at the way that they're playing? Like, I saw I saw Chad DiDominicis with a tweet yesterday about, like, imagine if I told you in October they would have this set of numbers and would be 10 points out of a playoff spot. And the numbers that he listed for that, Lukanen top 10 in goals saved above expected. The Sabres top 10 in 5-on-5 five five scoring, being in the positive in 5-on-5 five five goal differential, and for expected goals being even for 5-on-5. Five five. If I told you in October, all of that's going to be true. You'd feel good. You'd feel great. Yeah. But because of the standings, it feels horrible. Right. So is it just the standings, or is it a combination of both? I mean, it's got to be it's, some combination. It's of all of it. The other way to spin all that stuff about overtime is the Sabers are tied for the second most regulation losses. You, oh yeah, yeah. You, you earn regulation losses. Yeah. An overtime loss is something you have to earn, and the Sabers haven't earned it. So I feel like that's that's a way that I'm always wanting wanting to convince people: don't think about it as a loser point. You need to earn it, and the Sabers have not earned it. They've been beaten in their own building a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they went to overtime 10 more times than they have, they'd be in a playoff spot. They, you have to earn, and still lost. Right. right, right. You have to earn it, and they haven't earned it. 803-0550. My quest constantly to relabel that loser point as the regulation tie point because you got to earn it. 803-0550, one on WGR. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go! 
Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.